Rapid expansion? We're ready. Worker shortage? We're good. Anything can change the world of work. A celebrity buys the company. Depends on who it is. But relax, we've got ADP. From HR to payroll, ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to take on the next anything. Coming up. Today on Watching Your Wealth, should you invest in your family or friend's business? This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Nina Kaufman is a business lawyer and president of Kaufman Law. She says to think twice before you invest in your family members or friends' business. And she's here to tell us why. Welcome, Nina. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. So, Nina, you said wealthy folks are often hit up to invest in their family members' businesses. Tell us about that. Well, you ever seen the Bugs Bunny cartoons where you got the character who's really hungry and they're eyeing the other who looks like the, the turkey with the steam coming off <laughs> yes. it? So when, when they're eager and desperate for the money, they very often look at their wealthy relatives like some sort of cash cow Me that they too. can milk. Yeah, hello. <laughs> and, you know, when you're at, let's say, Thanksgiving dinner, you don't want to be sticking the carving knife into the relative. You want to be sticking it into the turkey. So um, there's there some things that I thought of that really help you think this through, is it really a wise investment? Right, right. Because you want to make sure it's a good investment for you and you're doing it for the right reasons, not just to keep someone else happy. It's nice to keep other people happy, but you have to make financial decisions based on what's best for you ultimately. So let's talk about some of these strategies. You said first, be cautious. Yes. You want to be cautious. If someone is approaching you saying, invest in my business, that's something serious. So ask them if they have a business plan. Because you don't want to be throwing around money for for what? Well, I don't know. I don't know why I need it, but I just I know I need it. I know I need a lot of it. Well, how are you going to use it? How are you going to put? How are you going to repay it? All of those things that go into thinking through these things carefully, right? And how they're going to make money too with their business. Yes, and within what time frame? Because you'd like to get it back. Good point. That's right. Yeah. So if you are going to make an investment, well, I think it's also be clear. You know, is this an investment? And and if so, what sort of is it a loan? If so, what sort of interest rates? Like, what are you? What's the specifics with this? Absolutely. And that's where you also want to be really clear about, well, what is the form in which you're giving this money? Is it a gift? Because, quite frankly, there are a lot of family members you know. It's a black hole and it is gone. So you just want to make sure you're setting the expectations. But there are different tax rules depending on whether it's a loan or whether it's an equity investment. Mm -hmm. And how much do you really want to be involved in that person's business if it is something equity? So depending on the level of involvement and the expectations for repayment, you want to get that very, very clear. And also make sure you talk to your other advisors. Oh, sure. Make sure it fits into your overall financial financial plan. Think of things like gift taxes, as you mentioned. You want to have this in writing as well, right? Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking to a lawyer. lawyer. Do you want to have it in writing? Yes, you want to have it in writing because if you don't have it in writing, first of all, it's sort of assumed that it's a gift. And if it's not, again, there can be tax consequences to you, business consequences to your relative. And if you need to, you know, somebody dies and they want to recoup that investment, that's going to be really hard to do if it's not in writing. Good point. Now, you said to take your own temperature. Mm. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is so you lend somebody money and you see, let's say, on Facebook that, oh, they're in Miami for the holiday. <laughs> nice. You're kind of wondering, well, weren't they supposed to pay me back last week? You know, if you're going to be really concerned about that and be micromanaging that process, 
it might be best to just say no from the outset mm. than getting involved in it because it's just too much stress and too much hassle and it can really erode that family relationship and that's an important asset you're both bringing to the table. That's right. You, you can't replace your family. <laughs> Sometimes you want to, you but not always. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point about the resentments. You don't want that piling up when you're seeing them taking an amazing vacation when you just shelled out a bunch of money for them. Absolutely. Right. Um, how often should you check in about your investment, would you say? Well, I think some of that depends on how, first of all, what is the form of the investment? Is it just a loan for money? When's that being repaid? Or are you actually really getting involved like an equity investor? If you are getting more deeply involved, um, asking for you know a monthly report, you know, just saying where are the financials going? Because as an equity investor, there may be other things that you're bringing to the table in addition to money. It may be that you have some great business acumen. You may be able to open some doors. So if you're really interested in investing and getting this business off the ground, then you're going to want to contribute in other ways as well. What do you say to people who say, you know, this sounds good, but it sounds like so formal to be all this, have all this business talk with my cousin, but mm. they're going to think I'm stuck up or you know, like, right. We played basketball right, in the backyard yeah. together. What do you do? I would say that especially with family and friends, and it's counterintuitive. You want to be even more formal than you think you need to. Really? Because when you have this friendship or the family relationship, you just assume you're on the same page. Mm -hmm. And that's not always the right thing. And it's, and it's not always the case. So you to because you want to preserve that family relationship, you want to make sure that you have all those conversations and you do put it in writing so that you both have the same set of expectations. Expectations is really important. It sounds like getting those clear from the beginning will stop any hard, uh, hard feelings from happening down the road. Sure. It's about having those open conversations from the get-go. Putting in writing is just confirming, okay, we've had those conversations, and this is what we agreed to. I want you to stick around past the break, but before we go uh, have a little bit of fun with uh, our financial prowess uh, questionnaire that we're starting out, would like to know what is the biggest mistake you've seen people make when it comes to considering an investment in their family's business? I would say the biggest thing is not fully understanding the business model and how they're going to get repaid. How is that business going to earn money? How are they going to get repaid? Or are they going to get repaid? And how is that? how are those funds being used? So it, it's not actually looking at it as an investment. It's more... Oh, family relationship. You need five grand, ten grand. Here you go. <laughs> all good tips. Great. Thank you so much, Nina. And I uh, would love for you to stick around. Is that all right? Will do. All right. And you stick around, too. And we'll be right back. Traveling on business? Then take us along and stay on track. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now. Watching Your Wealth. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. We're here with business lawyer Nina Kaufman, and she's agreed to have some fun with us and take our financial questionnaire. Nina, you ready? I Lawyers have fun, too. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Okay, so Nina, what is the worst financial advice you've ever received? Oh, God. And it wasn't from a financial advisor. So you know, it's usually that sitting yeah. around the Thanksgiving table and somebody says, well, why don't you? And I think it was probably something along the lines of, Oh, you know, all of those credit cards, you can just consolidate that into, you know, have your mortgage pay that off or a home equity line, you know, changing it from unsecured debt to secure debt when this person had absolutely no idea what they were talking about. No clue at all. It doesn't sound like best financial advice you've ever received. Best financial advice was treat your investments like you would your weight. Hmm. 
You don't want to be checking in every day, micromanaging it. Understand it's for the long term because otherwise you're going to lose your mind every time something fluctuates up or down. That's right. You go crazy and the slightest things can cause those changes. So with both your weight and your money, you you, you do lose your mind. You lose your mind. Okay. So fill in the blank, Nina. Money can buy... Happiness. (laughs) Okay. And money can't buy... Happiness. Uh, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> okay, and if you want a million dollars today, how would you spend it? All right, is it tax free? Or is this after taxes? Or uh, after taxes, why not? Right? Why not? Okay, so, well, the first thing is, uh, and I always do try to tie 10%. So, nice. taking that off the top, that's, uh, that's important because that was a, a great gift. Uh, the next thing is, oh, there is a bucket list trip to Australia and New Zealand for about eight weeks. So that's where I'm going with my husband. He doesn't know it yet. And, uh, and so, so taking care of that. And then I would say reinvesting in my business. Sounds like a great plan. Thanks so much, Nina. Thank you for having me. And thanks again to Nina Kaufman for joining us. This has been Wealth Wednesday, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.